G'day guys, and welcome to week two of the uh, NFL podcast, First and Goal. I'm David Haslam, I'll be taking you through this podcast, and yeah, it's great to be with you guys today. Um, hopefully you guys have had, had good weekends, watching plenty of football. I myself um, have, have found quite a bit of time to, to be able to watch and, and review football at the moment. Um, I'm recover, currently recovering from some shoulder surgery that, I, that I've had done after uh, an injury through AFL. And yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of off work at the moment, plenty, plenty of time to watch some football. So it's, um, it's kind of been my saving grace, if you will. But yeah, just a reminder on how, how this podcast works. So we set it up in in terms of um, in terms of like a set of downs like you would in football. Uh, first goal, first and goal is um, is game reviews. So we'll go through some games from yesterday and potentially today's game. Sorry, this has been recorded on a Tuesday, so Monday night game if you if you will. And then going to second down, second downs where we talk about our our game previews. Um, again, we'll focus majority of it on games that are available to us in Australia. So through Seven Made and, and KO and ESPN, depending on how you watch your, your sport. Then third down. Third down is where we chat about some betting and some um, and some fantasy football. Um, unfortunately, this week, um, didn't win any bets, but but we definitely had a... My well, lock of the week was, was right with the Packers winning uh, 14 plus. Bit iffy there at halftime with um, with Detroit up by three, but um, but yeah, the Packers came through and obviously we thought they'd bounce back and they and they definitely did. Um, yeah, and then fourth down, fourth down is where we go through um, a play, a concept, anything like that to do with American football that you guys you know want to learn more about. Today we didn't have a a, um, a crowd suggestion, so I've just come up with that myself. So hopefully you guys happy with what I've come up with. Yeah, just a reminder, you guys can reach out to me, tell me what you want to hear, and that, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to help. Then we go into the extra point, extra points where we talk about college football. Um, and again, focusing on those games that are going to be available to us within Australia uh, through ESPN and KO. And then we go through the two-minute drill. So the last thing, just to cap off this episode, um, or every episode, is just like in football, if the game's on the line, we've got a two-minute drill, which is where we we you know we go down through two minutes, uh, finalize the episode, and we just talk about anything I kind of want to. So just a couple of rants from me um, on on what I've seen and what I didn't like or what I did like throughout the weekend. Yeah. So without further ado, um, let's crack into it. And thanks for being with me today. All right, guys. Let's move into first down. Um, so in the early window of of Sunday's games, we saw the Vegas Raiders. Um, well, yeah, let's start with the Vegas Raiders today. Travel to Pittsburgh and and versus them at home. Look, I actually did think that the, the the Raiders are the real deal after they beat Baltimore last week at home, and I did think that they would carry on their momentum. They're a real deal football team at the moment. I think that they're playing to a very high level. Derek Carr is leading the league in passing yards at the moment. You know, and and um. Yeah, I think that Pittsburgh team, whilst it's still good, their offense is struggling a little bit. Um, Najee Harris really played well. Um, plenty of touches by him in both rushing and receiving yards. Um, had a really good stiff arm, if you haven't seen it. Um, great highlight play, similar to Derrick Henry last year on on Josh Norman. Um, yeah, but they, they're looking like the real deal. 
Um, I think that I think that that division is going to be pretty hard to win. Uh, they've still got the Chargers and and the uh, and the Chiefs, you know, um, the Chiefs. But they're now at the moment um, number one in their division, being two and zero. The Chiefs one and one, as well as well as the Chargers one and one. So, be interesting to see what happens. What happens there as the season pans out. Um, in the early window, we also saw Cleveland play pretty well against um, Houston. Uh, Houston have been quite funny. They they won last week. Um, Tyrod Taylor's there as their quarterback. Uh, really capable QB out of Virginia Tech um, a while ago. Sort of bounced around the league. Um, and, uh, you know, had, had an issue last year with the Chargers. Um, unfortunately, he actually got injured in a non-football injury, if you want to call it that, um, before the first game or before the second game, I think it was. Um, and Justin Herbert had to go in. And his injury was from the the physician um, or team doctor at, CND, or at, the, at the LA Chargers um, put the injection in too deep. And uh, and it actually punctured his lung, so he he unfortunately was then benched from that team, um, and then obviously Justin Herbert's story emerged in hell hey, um, but it's good to see him playing really good football. Um, I always think he's a pretty capable QB. Um, unfortunately, he did get injured again yesterday. Hopefully that that um, there wouldn't be there won't be too much of an effect on his season, but I think they're playing well. Um, you know the the Cleveland Browns. Um, they're doing what they do best, running the football, limiting Baker Mayfield's pass attempts. Um, you know, chewing chewing up the guards, chewing up the time of possession. Um, they're they're still a good football team, um, despite losing to Kansas City, but they'll still have a good season. Um, we saw we saw the Rams at at Indianapolis. Um, I thought the Rams uh, played pretty well. I thought that they they went back to the run game in the second half and sort of went back to what we what we most mostly known for seeing them as um, you know they, they still had plenty of big plays through Matt Stafford and and um, Cooper Cup but they started to run the football early in the third quarter which kind of cemented that game um, the the Colts had a chance to to win it late but um, but unfortunately Carson Wentz had to leave the field. He um, he has two sprained ankles, so both of them, um, funnily enough. But I hope he has a good recovery and um, and and you know the the team the team can get back to full strength as soon as possible. Um, could have been a change in this game because they did get two possessions um, after that injury, and obviously Jacob Eason is um, it's it, he's you know still developing as a football player. He's he's a backup quarterback for a reason. Um, so he wasn't able to deliver. wasn't a fairy tale for him. Um, the next game in the early window that was that we'll talk about is uh, is the Patriots and Jets. Um, so as we all know, or if you, you know if you're a football fan, you, you probably know this, but uh, Bill Belichick has a really strong record against rookie QBs, um, like amazing record against rookie QBs. So I actually. <laughs> I actually did a random thing and picked uh, the Patriots defense up in um, in fantasy football um, in the one league I play with defense and kickers um, early on early on Monday morning before the game 
um, I just had a change of heart and went, you know what, they, they're going to play well. And um, and they did. So, um, you know, Zach Wilson was probably a little bit, um, tried to be a little bit too expansive in his playing ability. And, you know, he had two picks off his first two pass attempts. Um, so not a good start. Um, and then ended up with four picks in the game. So the Patriots defense, as, as always, does a really good job on, on rookie QBs. Um, the the ball on the Patriots side with the with the offense there, um, they're doing a good job at, at just establishing a run and um, and being a running football team. You know, Mac Jones is just doing enough to to win those games. Um, you know, he's 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 playing similar to how Miami did last year, where they have a QB limit his mistakes. He's an, he's enough of a field general to get you get you through those games and. Um, and and you know back on your defense and and it's a and it's a good win so um, at least that's their procedure for or that was their mentality for this week um, but that was good to see um, then we'll move into the late window which we saw quite a number of great games um, you know Minnesota and Arizona going back and forth back and forth um, like I said last week I thought uh, Minnesota would need to establish the run. To win that football game, um, I was wrong. You know, Minnesota's offense played really well. Um, Kirk Cousins ended up with three touchdown passes. Um, I mean, Dalvin Cook still ran the football, but he wasn't the the be all and end all for for that for that um, for that offense. And um, and yeah, it, Arizona they got stars all over the place. Um, Kyler Murray threw for four hundred yards. Um, three touchdowns and, and run one in. He's looking like um, a league MVP possibility. Um, a really talented football player. You know they got DeAndre Hopkins, um, and they you know unlucky unlucky that they that Minnesota couldn't pull that win out on a last minute um, field goal that they missed. So um, that was probably one of the games of the round this week. Um, really high scoring affair, thirty four thirty three to Arizona. Um, then we'll go into the, the, the only overtime game of the weekend, um, which saw Seattle versus, uh, versus Tennessee at, at Seattle. Um, you know, Russell Wilson was playing, um, playing with a lot of emotion after he, he lost one of his friends during the week. Um, so ho- hopefully, um, he's okay, but, um, but yeah, really, really good. Um, it was a comeback win for, for Tennessee. They, they started off really slow, um, and like I said last week, they had to run the football, and Derrick Henry found plenty of form, uh, rushing for 182 yards, three touchdowns um, in, in that overtime win. Um, they, they won 33-30. So it's a, their offense is going to still be relying on, on, um, on Derrick Henry, and um, it was good to see that. Um, we'll, we'll move into the, the Cowboys and Chargers game in that late window as well. Um, the Cowboys were lucky enough to win it at 2017 um, on a last-minute field goal. Plenty, plenty of penalties um, sort of disrupted the game. Cost the Chargers two, two penalty, um, two touchdowns, which were called back for penalties. Um, Dallas returned back to to their running form from last year. Um, it's good to see Tony Pollard, who's a really, um, really respectable player. Um, they, they're going to try and establish a two-headed monster there. I think Zeke had about 90 yards rushing and, and Tony Pollard ended up with 140. Um, 
and uh, yeah, so they, that was a, a good a good get back to their to their basics for them. Um, then we'll move into the Sunday night game, which which was another one probably probably the marquee game of the week, um, which saw uh, Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson um, at, at Baltimore. Um, really, sort of started with the theatrics of, of Ray Lewis um, in pregame coming out. And doing his classic dance that that you you've probably seen through the highlight reels over the years, um, and if that doesn't fire up, I don't know what will. Um, you know, it even fired up Kansas City. So um, look, it, the game the game was um, the game was quite quite good. Um, you know, Pat, um, Lamar Jackson threw a pick six on his uh, I think it was his third pass attempt of the game, um, unfortunately, and then and then they were down seven nil. Um, but then, as soon as they got the ball back, they marched straight down the field and scored the scored to equalise themselves. Um, it's a very back and forth game. Um, I really didn't like Lamar Jackson's second interception. Um, I thought it was a very silly, like ball to throw. But you know, he he's he's Lamar Jackson. He's a very capable NFL quarterback. He's one of the best um, at running at running the football. Um, he is a hybrid football player, you know. So he um, he tore it up running the football um, with a, with a couple of passing touchdowns as well, um, or one passing touchdown and, and two rushing touchdowns um, with 170 yards on the ground and 239 through the air. So um, so yeah, Baltimore ended up winning that game 36 to 35. Um, they. Unfortunately, um, Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, um, knocked uh, fumbled the ball at um, when the Chiefs were going down to to tie with a game winning um, a game winning field goal. Um, but I like the I like the confidence in in John Harbour to allow Lamar Jackson to go for it on fourth and one and seal that win. Um, you know, it's it's pretty it'd be pretty anxious to be sitting there and. And and thinking that you're trying to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes with with even with 30 seconds left on the clock, um, you know they're they're a lethal football team, the Chiefs. Um, so good on him. He, that's his that's his first win against the Chiefs. They played played against each other three times so far, um, and this was the fourth. And now he's uh, one and three. So you know it it, it uh, it's lived up to the rivalry um, now, and hopefully we'll see plenty of more of it coming um, over the coming years. And hopefully some in the playoffs too. Um, we'll talk about the the Green Bay Packers Detroit Lions game just briefly. Um, Green Bay, we 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 sort of thought, or well, I sort of thought that that um, they'd return to form, um, and and that the Detroit Lions, being the Detroit Lions, um, were were going to be uh, a team that was going to be easy to beat. Look, they they played very well in the first half. Um, Detroit going pretty much toe to toe with the Packers, and uh, and and on a on a on a last minute field goal to end the half, um, they actually led at halftime seventeen fourteen. Um, I think the Packers looked pretty good in the first half, uh, and it was just a matter of trying to get their defense sorted. Um, good on Jared Goff. I think he he went um, pretty pretty elite in the first half um, with only one incompletion. Um, so, yeah, it was good. Aaron Rodgers 
look look just like himself. And um, and for all those who had Aaron Jones in their fantasy teams, they would have been very happy uh, having one touchdown on the ground and catching three touchdowns out of the backfield um, and about 100 and, 110 or so yards um, combined. So uh, the Packers are a good football team. We'll, we'll, um, we'll get to know more about how their offense performs over the next couple of weeks um, as they take on the 49ers next week. On Sunday night, and uh, and then they have um, and then they have the Pittsburgh Steelers, both of which have, have stout defenses. Um, so we'll learn a lot about how they're actually travelling over then. All right, guys, let's move into second down and start with the the first game of, of week three uh, on Friday, the twenty fourth of September. We will we have the Carolina Panthers taking on the Houston Texans at ten twenty a.m. Um, look, this game. This game would have been a good game, I think, if uh, if Tyrod Taylor was playing for the Houston Texans. Um, he's proved that he he can lead this offense for Houston, and um, they actually have scored points and 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 won uh, against Jacksonville in Week One, um, which, to be honest, they weren't favorites. Um, even though Jacksonville is rebu- rebuilding, they weren't favorites, and and they also did go. Um, toe to toe with Cleveland for for a little while um, in the in the game this week, so um, unfortunately, you know Tyrod Taylor's going to be out with a um, with an injury, and they're looking at Davis Mills um, as as the quarterback, a, a rookie out of Stanford. Um, so he he did okay. Um, I think he threw one touchdown and one interception against um, against Cleveland when he came in. But really, the story of this season um, has to be Carolina Panthers at this stage. They they are two and zero um, and playing some really really good football. Sam Darnold um, was had two hundred yards in the first half um, last week. He's playing exceptional football. You know they've still got Christian McCaffrey. Um, they got weapons all along their offense, and their defense is um, is pretty good as well. Um, so you know I, I'd be taking. I'd be taking Carolina pretty heavily. Um, the line for that game, uh, as we record on Tuesday, um, is currently is currently seven and a half um, in favor of Carolina. Uh, I, I would take that. Um, I think Carolina win by about ten. Um, so I, I would take Carolina with the line. Um, yeah. In the Monday window, we have actually quite a number of great games. It's actually been a really good um, slate of games picked by ESPN and uh, Seven Mate. So we'll start at 3 a.m. We have uh, the LA Chargers versus the Chiefs. Obviously, the Chargers started really well against Washington in week one and then lost the Cowboys last week. Um, they're unfortunate, though. They had a couple of touchdowns taken away through penalties. Um, Kansas City will be looking to bounce back after their loss to Baltimore. Uh, they're still a very strong football team. You know, obviously got Patrick Mahomes there and um, that dynamic offense. Uh, I still think that they win this game. The Chargers aren't um, aren't strong enough just yet. They are up and coming in that division, and they're very like a very very good football team under Justin Herbert and um, with that offense. And um, I think that the 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 injury to Bosa is probably going to be. Um, little bit tough at the moment. I'm unsure if he's actually going to play and push through for that game. Um, but I, I think that the Chiefs will bounce back. Um, then at 3 a.m. on also on ESPN, we have uh, the Bengals and Pittsburgh. 
um, in in, um, in Cincinnati. So Pittsburgh took a bit of a loss last week against uh, the Vegas Raiders. They do need to find some way to um, to score some points. You know, their defense is doing a good job. I think that they need to find a way to score some more points. Um, ben Roethlisberger needs to show a little bit of form from last year. You know, even though he wasn't terrific, he was still scoring points and um, a dynamic part of that offense. Um, the Bengals, you know, they need to come back from, from a struggling effort against the Chicago Bears. Joe Burrow threw three picks in um, in successional plays. I think that they'll look to bounce back here um, and start with running the football with Mixon, you know. So uh, I would actually take the Bengals at home to win this game, um, but it would not surprise me if Pittsburgh won that. Um, then also at 3 a.m. on 7 mate, uh, the Saints are playing the Patriots. So the Saints started really well against the Packers and looked really good. And then Jameis Winston and that offense sort of returned to earth um, last week against Carolina. We really struggled to be able to do anything. Uh, they, um, I think that they will they will get better this week against uh, a stout New England Patriots defense. Uh, I think it'll be a low-scoring affair um, because they're – you know the Patriots are still rebuilding under under Mac Jones, um, but they still run the football really well. So I think that'll be a low scoring affair. But I do think that the New Orleans Saints will get back on the winning bandwagon there, um, and hopefully we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, then at, at six twenty five on Monday we have uh, Seattle and Minnesota on seven mate. Um, all right, so this game this game is going to be really good. I think uh, Minnesota have, score, have shown that they can score points. Their defense needs to improve quite a bit to to keep um, to keep them from from getting overshadowed in the game. You know, you can you can't score 30, 30 odd points in in and be and lose games um, in the NFL. That's that's the sort of the bottom line. But um, Seattle coming off that loss to Tennessee, they're going to be hard to beat. Uh, that game is in Minnesota. Um, so I think that the Minnesota Vikings will will win that game at home. But it wouldn't surprise me if Seattle bounced back. Um, Dalvin Cook ran the ball really well. Um, was unlucky not to get any touchdowns on on uh, on Monday, but um, they they did exactly you know establish the run and start passing and scored plenty of points. So I'd like to see Minnesota be able to win that game at home. Um, and then on Monday we also have the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the LA Rams at SoFi Stadium on uh, on Monday at six twenty five on ESPN. Um, that's another great game. Uh, that is that's going to be in LA. Um, I think that could be the first loss for Tampa Bay this year. Um, I think that the the LA Rams are playing really good football. Um, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald on their defense is really setting the tone. Um, and you know if they can run the football first and set up some play action and let Matt Stafford throw some deep balls down the field to Cooper Cup and and Robert Woods, then um, we're you know we're in for a really good football game there. Um, obviously, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Um, I'd like to see that game sort of not end on a you know Tom Brady end of the end of the game winning play, but um, and and allow the LA Rams to control the majority of that football game. So that that's sort of what I'd like to see out of that. Um, but obviously, you know, Tampa Bay returning all twenty-two players from their Super Bowl winning roster. Um, Tom Brady and and Rob Gronkowski look like they're back to their regular form from 
multiple years ago. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a brilliant game to watch. So um, looking forward to it. All right, let's move into the the Sunday night football game, as we like to know. It's it's Monday here in here in Australia um, at ten twenty a.m. on uh, on Monday, the twenty seventh of September. We have um, we have the Green Bay Packers and the 49ers in San Francisco. Um, look, so San Francisco have a history of, of beating the Packers in San Francisco. Uh, I do think the injuries to their backfield is something um, that that has been hard for them to overcome, um, as in San Francisco. Um, they they uh, they had a, a rookie running back starting. Um, this week in um, in Elijah Mitchell, um, and he got injured. But um, I think their backfield is is a bit of a problem. They won a very tight, um, low scoring affair in Philadelphia, which was seventeen eleven. Um, and their defense is obviously something that it that is a high point for San Francisco. Um, and I and I do like them when they're actually able to run their football with with a strong backfield, but. I do think that the Packers win this game this week. Um, I think if if they if the Packers didn't lose week one, uh, then they could afford to lose this game. But I think that Green Bay one and two, um, even though the division is not that strong um, this year, they they need to they need to find need to find a way to win. Um, so I actually would take Green Bay. The line's three and a half. Green Bay head to head is um is is two dollars thirty, um so I, I would actually take Green Bay in this game, um to to win, and especially with how they played today, you know their defense improved in the second half and hopefully they can carry that on to, to next week. All right, so let's get to last the last game of, of week three, uh, the Monday night football game, um Tuesday here in Australia, like you guys know, um. And it takes it. It shows the uh, Philadelphia Eagles taking on my Dallas Cowboys at AT and T Stadium in Texas. Um, so both teams are going into it um, one and one. I think uh, I think the Cowboys will win this game uh, at home. I think that they're a better football team than Philadelphia this year. The injury to um, to Graham from Philadelphia, the linebacker there, um, could be quite costly for their defense. Um, I think that Dallas will be able to run the football against them and control the game quite well. Um, and again, being at home, so um, Dallas has had a history of of beating the Cowboys. I mean, beating Philadelphia at 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 and T Stadium on the last um, three occasions. So it'll be really interesting to see how how this game pans out. Um, both teams are one on one, like I said. You know. The division is, is going to be tight at the end of the year. It always is um, in the NFC East, whether it be a good a good record or, or, or a bad record like last year. Um, it usually is a very tight contest. And interesting enough, interestingly enough, this will be the um, the first of obviously two matchups that they have in the division. And the last one uh, will happen on week 18 um, as the last round of the season, which could be a, uh, a playoff game. You know, a game that 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 either team needs to win to get into it. So time will tell um, how this game pans out. But I have the Cowboys winning this game um, at the moment. They're they're a dollar fifty favorites. 
dollar forty five favorite, sorry. And the line is currently three and a half. All right, guys, now we're into third down. Um, so third down is where we talk about betting and fantasy, like I spoke about. Uh, unfortunately, no wins for me um, this week in in, in betting, um, but I did win both my fantasy games. Um, although my lock of the week with Green Bay 13+, plus, uh, def- well, came off, and um, it was just unfortunate I only had that as part of a multi. So um, hopefully some of you backed a winner and, and, you know, or having fun. Um, in regards to fantasy, there's a few players that I'll just um, I'll just run through that uh, probably have a good upside to be picked up this week if they're still available in your leagues. Um, Derek Carr is a is a quarterback that may still be available in the smaller leagues. Uh, he's not, especially in the in the one QB leagues. He's not someone that's usually um, up there when you draft, but he's playing amazing football. He's currently the leader in in passing yards and. Um, throwing four touchdowns in two games, you know they're winning. Um, I think that he he's extremely talented, and and John Gruden is um, is letting him take the reins of that offense a little bit. So if if he's available in your league, I would look to pick him up, depending on who you have um, in your as your as your quarterbacks at the moment. You know, um, if if they're not performing for you, I would try Derek Carr. Um, the next one is Tony Pollard. I think he has a huge upside. Um, you know, in some of these games that that Dallas looked to run run the football, he's probably someone that, if you're looking for uh, certain wins on certain weeks, um, he might add some some points to your to your team. Um, the the Dallas Cowboys obviously have a well rounded offense. You know, they can pass the football when they want to, they can run the football when they want to. Um, but some of these games where they're going to start running the football, I expect Tony Pollard to to be the explosive back. And as you saw this weekend, he did have more yards than than Ezekiel Elliott, um, and and was sort of the go to for the for um, some of the longer plays in the game. I think that he would be a good pickup. Um, then we'll go on to Rondell Moore, who is the Cardinals wide receiver, um, rookie this this year. Um, and I think what you'll see out of him is with with um, with obviously with DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to get double teamed a lot, you know. He'll they'll they'll put two guys on him to cover him up. With what I mean by that, um, which opens up some space for other receivers. And I think you'll find that he's one of those people who could be getting quite a bit of ball in those games. If you look for sort of matchups that are favorable for the Arizona Cardinals, where uh, they they're going to have you know their star corner and a safety covering DeAndre Hopkins, um, he'll get plenty of ball in those games. And that's the time where you'll see points out of him. So that's someone else to pick up. Um, one of the moves that I made this week is I'm going to pick up the Carolina Panthers defense. I think that they're a good team to pick up for this week. Anyway, depending on how you guys play, but I like to change my defense up most weeks, depending on the opponent. Um, and, you know, obviously this week with Houston and Tyrod Taylor out, we're really going to see Davis Mills at quarterback. And I don't think that team's going to be as successful as it had been in week one and started to be in the opening of the Cleveland Browns game. So I'm going to pick them up and back them to, to, to uh, be my defense this week. Um, on the betting market, like I said, I bet with sports bet. Um, so the odds may change. Just make sure that, you know, if you guys are going to have a bet, you gamble responsibly. Um, and obviously these are all my opinion. Um, so I have a few locks of the week. Feel free to put them into multis if you, if you want to. Um, and, 
you know, see see what you can do. So the first one comes on on Friday. Um, Carolina Panthers with a minus seven and a half point line um, are a dollar eighty six. As I said, Houston, you know, they they're gonna have a problem. They don't have Tyrod Taylor, uh, Davis Mills, rookie QB. Um, he's like from what I saw in preseason, it's not gonna be uh, amazing to to play this weekend. And so I would take them. Um, and if you know, if you're feeling confident, uh, you could even go with Carolina Panthers thirteen plus it at two dollars and forty three. Um, then I've got Cardinals. The Cardinals, um, the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals are playing the Jaguars this week. Um, even though it is in Jacksonville, um, they've only got a minus seven and a half line, and they're a dollar ninety eight. Look, the Cardinals score plenty of points. You know, you've got Trevor Lawrence there. I do like what Trevor Lawrence is doing, but obviously they're relying on him a lot and he's going to make mistakes. That's the bottom line. It's a really going to be a really tough test for him with Chandler Jones and JJ Watt um, and some of that past defense as well with Patrick Peterson out there at, at Arizona. So I think that, that that was another favorable pick um, and the line is, is pretty good. I'd say that that's probably, I think that would be a 10-point margin, something like that. For them, um, if not more. Uh, the next game I take is the Raiders. So Las Vegas Raiders play Miami Dolphins at Vegas. Um, and the line is only three and a half, so minus three and a half. And it's a dollar eighty-seven. Um, I think the Raiders are playing really good football. There's question marks around Tua Tungavailoa, whether or not he's gonna play. Uh, we saw that Jacoby Brissett wasn't amazing. Um, so we'll just have to see how they go. Um, but I believe that. A three-and-a-half-point line is is pretty average for a team that's 2-0. Um, you know, they played really well against um, against some tough teams like Pittsburgh and Baltimore, and I think this is an easier matchup. Um, and I, I think that, yeah, I think that, that that's a pretty favorable line. I think I can see them winning by seven or more. So um, that's who I, I would take that for, for the Raiders. Um one of the other ones that I'm keeping my eye on is is the Tennessee Titans with a, a five and a half point line um, at a dollar ninety five. Carson Wentz is the Colts look good with Carson Wentz at QB, but obviously he has two sprained ankles. I'm not sure how, um, but he sprained both of them somehow, and he's looking likely to play, but unsure. So I think he'll be a bit limited, uh, and you know I guess that they'll then rely on Jonathan Taylor and and um, and Hines out of the out of the backfield. So um, I think that that game could be favourable to Tennessee. They've scored plenty of points over the last couple of weeks, and um, and I think it's a big confidence builder going into Seattle and winning that football game last week. So I would take them, but um, as I said, it's a value add if you're brave because um, the Car- uh, Carson Wentz and the Colts are, are a good football team, and I think that they're you know there's someone to um, there's someone who can, who can win, like can win that game. But that's that is in Tennessee, um, so that also adds a bit of a favorable matchup for them. Um, look, I was trying to come up with a just an exotic for you guys, um, and I was looking at some anytime touchdown scorers. I wanted to pick three or four just over the weekend, um, but unfortunately, Sportsbet doesn't actually have the odds up yet for the anytime touchdown scorers for the weekend. So what I've done is I've just actually come up with a. Um, come up with one for for this weekend of her Friday's matchup against um, Carolina and Houston. So first of all, um, I think that if anyone is going to score 
in Houston's team, it will be Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is, at the moment, their leading receiver. Um, you know, he, he's had a fantastic season so far, and he was uh, he, he was who who Davis Mills threw to um, at the end of that game to, to get a touchdown against Cleveland. So I would have him as an anytime touchdown scorer. He's paying $3.20. Uh, the other one I would look to have is, is Robbie Anderson. So Robbie Anderson didn't score this week against um, against the Saints, and he's a, a like a, a definitely good great player. Um, I believe he went to USC, and it's sort of a a chemistry thing between him and Sam Darnold. And I think that he he may be a good pick for that too. So obviously, just this is a bit of an exotic, and you know, don't put too much money on it. But um, if you put them both together, it's a multi of nine dollars and twenty five cents. So fair value in that. Um, but that would be one of the ones that I'd be looking at for for the Friday matchup. Obviously, if you if you feel like a little bit more certainty, you can try and you know go with Christian McCaffrey. Um, you know he's, he always loves to find the end zone and, and he's a go-to there. So that sort of player is good. And um, I think Sam Darnold's performance in the passing game has been really good lately. And I think that you'll find some of the receivers um, scoring some touchdowns. So my pick is Robbie Anderson, but it could be DJ Moore as well. So. All right, guys, for fourth down this week, we're going to do something a little bit different. So usually fourth down is around uh, context about the game of football or a rule or play type or something like that that you guys want me to look into or explain to you guys. Um, unfortunately, didn't didn't hear back from anyone this week. So um, look, you know, feel free to contact me. Pretty friendly fella. Um, happy to happy to talk about whatever you guys want. Um, you know, I want this this podcast to be an extension of your experience as a fan. You know, I want you guys to be able to um, to grow as fans. You know, and 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 um, and enjoy this game to a, to a more in depth level. Um, anyway, so what I'm going to do today um, is something a little bit different. I'm going to do a Haslam's hierarchy. So I'm going to come up with uh, the, my top ten um, football teams at the moment. Um, I think that uh, a lot of a lot of good um, a lot of good programs out there have come up with top 10s coming out this week, and and I wanted to come up with my own. So first of all, um, let's start with the the AFC West um, and the Denver Broncos. So the Denver Broncos are playing really, really good football at the moment. Um, You know, Teddy Bridgewater is is playing out of his skin. Um, I think that they... They um, had a had a favorable matchup against Jacksonville, and I'd like to see how they go in some of the other games that they're playing. Um, they have a really stout defense, um, and you know it, it's going to be a tough division. But I think that they deserve you know their two and zero start. Um, you know them and them and the Raiders are, uh, are one game ahead of Kansas City at the moment, and 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 the LA Chargers. But that division is super tight. So if they can pull one of the games from Kansas City this year. Um, and limit their mistakes, and, and Teddy Bridgewater um, plays well, and their defense plays well. Then you know I think they're onto some good things. So um, I've decided that they're my they're my tenth today. Um, then staying in the AFC West, um, I put the Vegas Raiders at nine. So the Las Vegas Raiders um, have have started this season really well. They have a a pretty decent pass rush, which we've seen over the past couple of weeks. Um, with the, the the Ravens game and the Pittsburgh Steelers game, um, they have you know Derek Carr's played at a really high level. 
Um, it was really good that they um, they were able to um, spread the ball around to other players other than Darren Waller and hit like Henry Ruggs on some on some plays um, on that nice long deep ball last week. Um, but I think that they're they're uh, their their pass rush at the moment with Max Crosby and and um, Carl Nassib is has been really good, and I think that that's something that is underestimated for their team. So um, I look forward to seeing how they go, and if again if they can pinch one of these games from Kansas City, that that division is really up for grabs. Um, Kansas City is an amazing football team, but but there's so many teams in that division that are playing really good football to start off this season. It is a long season, and um, and that and that's going to matter, but. If they can pull one of those games from from them and 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 split, then um, then I think that that's really going to matter late late in the late in the season. So um, really good to see what's going on in the in the AFC West at the moment. Um, look at eight at eighth. I put in um, I put in the Buffalo Bills. They haven't played up to their twenty twenty one or twenty twenty standard. Um, coming off such an explosive year last year, making the AFC Championship game. But I do think that they're a really dominant football team. I think that their offense um, proved that they were able to score heaps of points on Monday against Miami. Um, obviously, with Tua Tungabailoa going out early to injury, it's hard to tell how that game would have gone um, in, a longer, in a longer set. But the defense did a good job at turning the ball over, um, stopping Jacoby Brissett and, and the Miami Dolphins um, offense pretty easily and, you know, 135 nil. So um, I'd like to see them grow a lot more and uh, and their passing game sort of get a bit better. Josh Allen hasn't looked like the 2020 self that he did. Um, you know, he's meant to be an MVP favorite for this year. We You know, a lot of people spoke about him being an MVP favorite for this year, but I've got them there at eight. I think that that's a fair indication of their of their capability, and I've got them there because I think that they deserve to be at eight, but their ceiling is much higher. Um, you know, I probably could have kept them out, you know, with the way that they've been playing lately, but I just felt like they deserve to be there. Um, the next team I have is Seattle. I think that Seattle, um, I would have liked to seen their their defense make a couple more stands. Um, Last last week against Tennessee Titans, um, I think Derrick Henry, you know, Derrick Henry is a massive player, um, hard to bring down, runs the football really hard and tough, you know, absolutely smashed it in the second half, ran for over 150 yards in just in that second half last week and in overtime. So um, I would like to see Seattle uh, Seattle get a bit better on defense. Obviously, Russell Wilson's going to get better. You know, continue to play at a high standard. He he always does. Um, he's a fantastic football player and quarterback. So um, I've got him there because of their QB play and and their offense. Um, I like to see Jamal Adams and Bobby Wagner sort of cement that defense a bit better, like we saw uh, in that tough game against New England last year, where they where they stopped um, Cam Newton at the end of the game on a goal line stand. You know, a bit more like that. Um, from Seattle's defense, and I, I think they're 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 prime for the picking. Um, at six, I've got the Cleveland Browns. Um, the Cleveland Browns probably have one of the best rosters in the NFL. Um, you know, obviously Baker Mayfield's play is is instrumental to how they run the football. 
Um, if they can run the football well, set up the play action pass and manage Baker Mayfield, then he's, he's quite a, a exceptional player. Um, but if they rely on him, it's usually a downfall. So on their defense, they've got, uh, Miles Garrett and, um, a couple of really good players. Um, the, you know, I think that they're, they're a great football team, um, running the football with, with Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt is a, a a great recipe for success there. Um, I would have liked to seen them pick up that win against Kansas City, and um, you know they probably had an opportunity to do that if they if they had a done what Baltimore did on on um, on Sunday or on Monday, where they where they chose to go for it on fourth and fourth and one or fourth and two. Um, you know that they could have run the football too. You know they're they're, they're powerful like that. So um, I think that I would have liked to seen them win that game, but they're they're a very solid football team and deserve to be six. Um, at five, I've got Arizona Cardinals. But the Cardinals um, are obviously playing exceptionally well at the moment. Kyler Murray is looking like a potential for league MVP. Um, dynamic offense, and they're not, you know, it's it's complemented by JJ Watt, Chandler Jones, and, and Patrick Peterson um, on that defense. So they're they're a really good football team. Um, again, in a really tough division in that NFC West with the Rams and um, San Francisco and um, and who's the other game? who's the other team and Seattle, um, but I think that they're that they they should they could win that division. So um, you know, again, it comes down to what games they split with the other opponents and stuff like that. But um, we could see two playoff teams coming out of both the AFC West and the NFC West. So um, you know, or we're likely to see two playoff teams, I should say, and then maybe even the potential of having both wildcard teams come from, or two wildcard teams come from that. So, um, yeah, I'm really interested to see how they go this season and keep going. Um, I think Kyler Murray's playing really well. And, you know, I think that um, DeAndre Hopkins is probably the best wide receiver in the NFL at the moment. So um, I think that they're they're a great football team. Um, At four, I've got the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think that they they have a really high ceiling at the moment. So yes, they came off a loss against the Raiders, and then they beat um, the Chiefs, and they got that monkey off off Lamar Jackson's back. But their backfield is a bit in shambles at the moment because of the fact that they had so many injuries to to players um, throughout the season. So look, they brought in some really talented staff. Like Le'Veon Bell is there at the moment, and Latavius Murray. Um, who, who's had a stellar two games, scoring touchdowns in both. But he, I think that the more and more they hang around this team, you know, they, they did only just get picked up in the offseason quite late. Um, the more and more they'll get to know this offense and it'll get better. And and I think that that's something that um, they're, yeah, they're, they're, that's something that they'll, they'll grow with. So um, I think their ceiling is quite high. Um, because of that. They've got a few players I had to pick up late in the piece due to injury, and I think that, that that's going to really matter for them. Um, at three, I've got Kansas City. Kansas City, you know, I think they deserve to be three at the moment. Just came off a loss against Baltimore. You know, probably could have flipped them because of that, um, but I, I think that they're they're deservingly third, third in the third in the in the rankings at the moment. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes will be able to win football games no matter what. 
um, what situation he's in. We pro- so we've seen that from time and time again. You know, being down twenty four nil to Houston Texans in the in the playoffs a couple of years ago, stuff like that. He just comes back. He's a player that can score plenty of points at any time during the game, um, and that offense is dynamic, and their defense is getting better and better. So I think that um, I think they they're deserving at three. Um, at two, I've got the LA Rams. Now the Rams picking up Matt Stafford, um, great. I think that they they have a really high powered offense that they're only trying to figure out at the moment. So I think that their ceiling is really really high, and they could be a Super Bowl team if they can get through Tampa Bay. Um, they play each other this week, so I think that that's going to be a really tough game. But the Rams with Matt Stafford and Sean McVay's play calling, and if they can get back to running the football well. And um, and setting up that play action pass and and making it easier on Matt Stafford to to throw the ball down the field, um, then I think they're going to be great. And and what usually happens with when you run the football is is you bring down the safeties, which allows you to hit over the top. And so what we'll see from the Rams is plenty of plenty of opportunities for Matt Stafford to throw the ball deep um, if they can set up the run. And then obviously in the defense they've got Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald who um, are a couple of the best players in, in the league in terms of defense. So uh, I think that, that this week is going to be a true sign of, of how they're going to go. Um, I, I do think that the Rams could beat Tampa Bay this week uh, in L.A. I think that is a key factor. It's in L.A. Um, so I'd like to see pure home field advantage there and, 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 um, and see how they go. And then obviously at number one at the moment, can't fault them, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, so, you know, Tom Brady, all 22 starters returning, um, playing good football. Um, you know, first time they've scored, uh, like I think it was a record of, of nine games straight of 30 plus points. Um, so they, you know, they're, they're playing exceptionally well. They've got a good chemistry between them. Everyone knows their job in terms of that offense and defense. Um, and you can't fault Tom Brady at the moment. So, um, yeah, that's my number one at the moment. But uh, I, as I said, I'd like to see what happens this week. Um, so hopefully that's a good game, and, and um, I highly recommend watching that at 6.25 on, on Monday morning. All right, thanks. All right, guys, let's move into the extra point. Um, so today we, um, we're just going through the, the college football games that are going to be available to us um, through ESPN here in Australia. Um, so, first of all, on Friday the 24th at 9.30, um, we have Apple Auckland State taking on Marshall. Uh, both teams are 2-1, and one, with Apple Auckland State favoured at home with a 7.5-point line. They had a good week two, losing um, only to ranked Miami by, by two, uh, 25-23. So, um, be interesting to see how they go uh, against Marshall. Um, again, it matches up. Um, with the NFL on Friday, so I don't usually watch college football on the, on the Friday. Um, but, um, yeah, on Saturday, we see Virginia um, go and play Wake Forest. So we have 2-1 and Virginia, and they're at home against 3-0 and Wake Forest and are, are favoured by four points. Um, and that's on Saturday, the 25th at, at 9.30. Um, currently, there's two TBC matchups on ESPN at 2 a.m. on uh, on Sunday the 26th. Um, oh, sorry, unfortunately, I couldn't find any details on what, what games they would be um, for them. So I'm hoping that it will be uh, uh, Texas and Texas Tech. 
um, and potentially um, and potentially the the uh, Wisconsin not not a name game, but usually Wisconsin um, at or, well not a name games are usually featured on on CBS. So um, he's hoping because um, that's a nice ranked ranked opponent, um, ranked matchup I should say. Um, and then we move into the the afternoon slot. So we've got um, we've got well at five thirty afternoon slot over there, but five thirty a.m. here in Australia. Um, we've got one on one number nine Clemson visit one on one NC State. Um, Clemson are favoured by a line of ten, and uh, although Clemson is zero and two against the spread so far this season, um, with with their tough matchup against Georgia Tech last week, and then losing to Georgia um, in the opening round. Um, alternatively, there's also at five thirty on ESPN, Rutgers versus Michigan. Uh, Michigan are eighteen and a half point favorite, um, but it isn't. It is an undefeated matchup between two and O Rutgers um, and three and O Michigan. Um, yeah, Michigan are currently ranked nineteenth in the in the in the AP polls. <clears throat> uh, then in the afternoon um, or the night games over there, we have um, we have West Virginia versus uh, number four ranked Oklahoma. Uh, West Virginia are one and one, and they visit two and zero Oklahoma. The line is sixteen and a half in favor of Oklahoma, but again, they are currently zero and two against the spread. Um, on uh, also in the afternoon at the well, the late Pac twelve window that we usually have, um, we have Arizona and Oregon. So Arizona taking on um, number three ranked Oregon. Uh, Arizona is zero and two. Oregon are two and zero, and the spread is uh, twenty eight and a half. Um, Oregon are one and one against the spread this year. Um, we also have South Florida taking on um, number taking on number fifteen ranked BYU. Um, so South Florida are zero and two, and um, they they visit uh, BYU Cougars who are three and zero. Um, and the the BYU two Cougars are currently two and one against the spread. Um, so yeah, they're they're the favourable matchups to this this week i'd like to see a few few more um a few more ranked ranked first ranked opponents but i guess um you know it's hard because all we get to see is is the espn matchup so um we have a good good weekend of college football available um but again let me know if there's any games that you guys want to hear about um i'm more than happy to talk about it uh i was writing my last week's predict prediction of of the close game between um florida and alabama um, you know, obviously Alabama are a talented football team and ended up winning by two, um, and they are the favourites to, to to take out this year's uh, national championship um, and number one ranked in the, in the in the country. So, but but Florida did put up a good a good showing. Um, started off quite slow uh, and then got going. So um, so yeah, I, I think that that that, that game um, that game was good for for this week. Um, another game that I'll be looking at for this week would be the. Uh, would be the Texas A&M game um, versus um, versus Arkansas at 5:30 a.m. on on, um, on on Sunday, and that that I think will be a, a good matchup. So um, I'm interested to see how that one goes. And then, as I said before, the Wisconsin and Notre game, Notre Dame game, which is an early window at 2 a.m. So I'm hoping that that will be on the ESPN matchup, but. Um, they're usually on a on on CBS um, and through their streaming service called Peacock. Um, anyway, yeah, get into it. All right, guys, let's move into the last two minute drill. All right, so today um, we're just going to start with the 
with the two minutes of the things that I want to talk about for this uh, for this week. So first of all, I really want to talk about the Tennessee Titans. So you know, coming late, they uh, they put themselves in a really good position um, with Derrick Henry riding high and um, and took on the Seattle Seahawks um, in Seattle. They took the lead late and um, tied the game with an extra point, just a just a kick. I have no idea why you wouldn't go for two points, right? If you've got Derrick Henry in the backfield, he's he's literally smashed it. Um, look, I, I think they're lucky. Like they're lucky they won the game, so it didn't mean anything. But if I was coaching, I would have gone for two. And and I just just thought it was funny that Mike Vrabel didn't didn't um didn't take the time to think about it because he you know Derrick Henry from three yards out. I'll, I'll give him a, a 90% chance of getting that. You know what I mean? So um, I, I just would have wanted to win it there and then. Um, but obviously that wasn't the case. Um, the next thing I want to say is there was a couple of really good goal line stands in um, in the in the matchups this week, starting with the, the Rams at the Colts. Colts moved the ball early. Um, and then uh, the Rams ended up shutting them down uh, with, a four, with a four down goal line stand um, in Indianapolis, as well as... Um, as well as San Francisco shutting down Philadelphia in Philadelphia. Um, they tried to run a Philly special on, on fourth down, fourth and goal, um, which uh, didn't work out too well for them, um, unlike it did in the Super Bowl when they, when they won. Um, and a lot of penalties, a lot, a lot of penalties in, their, in these games at the moment. Um, I don't know if it's the introduction to, to home crowds or um, just, just, you know, a bit of, a bit of lack of... Um, a lack of like playing or rust or anything like that, that that's occurring. But I just feel like there's plenty of penalties at the moment in the NFL um, going on. So yeah, that's my that's my rant to, to end this episode. Uh, all right, guys, time to wrap up for week two of First and Goal with David Haslam. Um, thanks so much for joining me today. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast. Reach out to me. I encourage you guys to reach out to me and, and chat um, about whatever you guys want to talk about. I'm I'm a pretty friendly fella, um, you know. You can talk to me about whatever whatever you want, or or give me some feedback about the podcast. That'd be great. Um, look, I, I'd like to I'd like to start getting into some more prep for this podcast. It's a little bit hard for me at the moment, um, while I'm, I'm just recovering from some surgery. Um, so I'm, I'm down to just only being out of type with my left hand. So it's a bit slow and uh, a bit of a slow process. So. Um, I'm looking forward to be able to get back to to prepping with with two hands, and um, that I'm, I'm sure that'll that'll um, endeavour for a smoother delivery. So uh, thanks thanks for joining me today. Um, I hope you guys uh, have a good weekend and a good week, and 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 watch plenty of football when you can. Uh, plenty of great games. I personally am looking forward to the the Seattle Minnesota game and the Rams and Tampa Bay game. Um, and then, of course, wrapping up with the the Cowboys Philadelphia game on 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 uh, on Tuesday. So, anyway, enjoy your week. Um, yeah, and take it easy.